This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we've been talking with Senator Cleve Simpson, Republican from Alamosa, representing Senate District 35, serves as the general manager of the Rio Grande Water Conservation District, past chairman on the Adams State University Board of Trustees. So he's tried to wrangle not only cattle, but educators, which uh, is just as difficult. Uh, We've been talking water. We've been talking ag. If you missed any of the first portions of our conversation, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. So I've been seen in the news. I don't live in Douglas County. I used to. But that Douglas County is trying to figure out what to do with its water shortage, and they outreached possibly to San Luis Valley water, tried to bring it in from there. Uh, it seems like it's been a contentious issue, a debate. Uh, Senator Simpson is smiling. I think he knows a lot more than I do about this issue. Help educate us on this. What's been going on between Douglas County, which is a, uh, a suburban county just south of Denver, and the San Luis water? Jeff, we, this might take a while, but... <laughs> So, again, I live in Alamosa, and I farm and ranch there. It's this amazing place. Uh, in, you know, in an earlier segment I referenced, it's also the driest place in Colorado with on the valley floor less than seven inches of precipitation. But within 70 miles, it's this weird paradigm closer to the Continental Divide and in the San Juans is some of the wettest parts of the state of Colorado where they get, you know, snowpack that equates to 20 or 25 inches of water historically. And that, and that water has over millennial has helped create this really prolific aquifer system. So I have surface water rights where I divert water out of the Rio Grande to irrigate my crops, which, you know, I think about that water right, and and that water right was decreed in priority system. It's like an 1879 water right. So people think of it as pretty senior, but in the Rio Grande system, it's actually pretty junior. Mm. That water right was out of priority, which means the river had dropped. There wasn't a supply of water in the river to serve that priority. That that water right went off in May of this year. It was done by the end of May. So on some of my farm ground, I, I supplement that with groundwater. We pump out of an aquifer system. We uh, collectively, the communities in the San Luis Valley and the Rio Grande Basin tapped into that aquifer really in the 50s and 60s, really to, we, we actually over tapped it. We over-appropriated it. And the state recognized that in 1972 and said, no, no more well permits. We've, we've, we've impacted the, the hydrology in this system to the, to the point it's actually impacting our compact obligation. So long story short, that, that aquifer system, this amazing aquifer system that's really unique in the respect that it's, it's, it's manageable. You think about the Denver Aquifer Basin or the Ogallala Aquifer Basin. Those guys generally are managing their aquifer for extinction. Can we make it last 50 years? Can we make it last 100 years? The aquifer system in the San Luis Valley, again, is very manageable. It's, it responds really well to less pumping and or more recharge, whether it's man-made recharge or natural recharge. So it, it responds really well. We've again, we've recognized that we overappropriated it, and we went through a court case in 2006 that the U.S. Supreme Court affirmed that position, said there is no more unappropriated water left in this confined in this this aquifer system. So we've lived under that kind of paradigm since 19 early 70s, said recognize there's just no more extra water available. 
Well, over over time, <laughs> over the history, people have recognized that 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 water source and the value in it, and historically have attempted to come to the basin and drill wells into that aquifer system and then offer that water marketed outside of the San Luis Valley. The very first one was something called the San Marcos Pipeline in the early 70s. Drill wells into the aquifer, pipe it over at that time, pipe it east over La Vida Pass to Walsenburg, and they were going to use that water to slurry coal to Texas. My community galvanized, came together, and recognized you can't do this without injuring other water rights, and it, it got shut down. But since that time, almost like clockwork, almost every decade, there's another proposal to go. We have another idea how to pump water out of the valley and market it someplace else. Again, the first one was San Marcos Pipeline. Then American Water Development Incorporated. And then Stockman's Water. And then Sustainable Water. And now, uh, really, in December of 2018, a group called Renewable Water Resources came to the Rio Grande Water Conservation District, to my board, with a proposal, we, we have another idea again, how to drill wells into the confined aquifer system, pump 20,000 acre feet of water out of the valley, and in this instance, pipe it north of the, out of the valley over Poncha Pass, up the Arkansas River, either under or over the Arkansas River, <laughs> up Trout Creek Pass, up Highway 285 to get into the South Platte Basin, Antero Reservoir, 11 mile, and then make that, if you can get it there, then it's marketable in a number of places on the front range. Um, the, the group came to us in, in this proposal to, and asked my, my board to partner with them to go, we, we would like to work together and coordinate and we think we can create a, a win-win scenario for the San Luis Valley and some undefined entity at the time in 2018 to market this water to. And my, my board took it under consideration and said, you know what? No, you can't do this without harming other water rights and our community. Because basically what it says that my point about the aquifer is fully appropriated. Mm. So if somebody wants to come drill a well and pump 20,000 acre feet of water out, you got to go find 20,000 acre feet that's currently being consumed and you have to stop. You have to dry up tens of thousands of irrigated acres in the San Luis Valley to access that water. And my, my community just wasn't going to support that. So we this sales pitch of this idea unfolded over the course of time. Uh, I would follow the presenters around the state. You know, they would offer up a, you know, a PowerPoint presentation on how good this was, and then I'd get up and talk about this is what's wrong with this. It, it can't be done under current rules and regulations. It's harmful to my community. It has no support in the community. When, uh, when ARPA funds, when the federal government and the American Recovery Plan Act dollars started flowing across uh, the United States, counties received a portion of, of money. Mm -hmm. In this instance, Douglas County received, I don't know, 60-some million dollars worth of ARPA funds. And when that, when that happened, the, the Douglas County commissioners put out, you know, to the community, where offer proposals, where do you think we should spend these 60-some million uh, dollars worth of, of federal funds in ARPA? And I, you'd have to talk to D Douglas County for sure, but they got a number of requests around water to the, I don't know, $150 million worth of requests. One of them was this renewable water resources that initially said, we would like Douglas County to invest in this, this project, this concept of pumping water out of the San Luis Valley 
and delivering it to Douglas County residents. And for $20 million, you get, you know, Douglas County gets to buy into this, this concept to this proposal. Um, one of the county commissioners was very upfront and very opposed to it, the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd had experience in the San Luis Valley before and knew how controversial this was going to be. One of the commissioners was very supportive and one of the commissioners was trying to do due diligence and understand all the ins and outs. So over the period of several months, there were a number of work sessions with the with the commissioners about the pros and cons. I sat with a with a group to present to them about why this is not good for the San Luis Valley. Um, and ultimately what transpired was um, the commissioners hired an outside consultant, a lawyer, to review the application and take all of the comments from folks and offered them an opinion about <clears throat> one, I, I, I think what his recommendation was one, it wasn't legal to use the federal dollars, the ARPA dollars in this space, but two, there are, there are about 20 barriers or obstacles to the concept, even to the idea before you could ever get that water potentially to Douglas County. And so the commissioners at the time then took a position that we're not going to pursue it, but it's not dead and gone until that conversation continues about the potential of piping water out of the San Luis Valley, driving up, drying up acres and trying to get it to, they're still talking to Douglas County, but that's a, that's a huge, that's a monumental engineering task and economic, uh, almost un, unimaginable what it would take to pipe water there. But the value of water just keeps going up all the time. I mean, you keep thinking and hearing about stuff 10 years ago that you would just never, never think was possible. But, you know, a lot of that stuff is getting consideration as demand for water grows and supplies continue to decline. And all the challenges on the Colorado River, the Rio Grande, the Arkansas, the South Platte, it's it. I keep referencing, you know, the sense of urgency is just growing more and more. And the the challenges in front of us just grow exponentially almost year after year. This year is not, you know, not predicted to be much better than the last two. And that puts all of these systems under tremendous stress. We're talking with Senator Cleve Simpson. He's the Republican from Alamosa representing Senate District 35. He's got a great background with water. He's the general manager of the Rio Grande Water Conservation District, as well as a fourth generation San Luis Valley farmer and rancher. So he understands water. He understands the ag community. We're going to continue to talk water we're going to continue to talk rural issues as we kind of wrap up the show today and this is our vision for the frontier freedom hour we want to elevate these issues that uh, may be missed but are absolutely relevant and and important to everybody in the state of colorado i mean douglas county is not a rural county Uh, it has rural components to it there's rural aspects to it but it's got highlands ranch and hundreds of thousands of people and uh, families driving their kids to sports, and it's a suburban c- county just as much, and they're affected by water. Denver's affected by water. We're on uh, a well out in our little ranch out in Elbert County, and I often wonder if there's going to be a day where I lift up the tap and nothing comes out. You know, and what are the protections? How do we make sure that uh, people can continue to sustain their lives, live healthy, successful lives? even with these challenges. So we're going to continue this conversation. If you missed any of it, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. We'll be right back after these messages. 